Okay, so um, as we get started this morning, uh, I always like to start in the beginning of the year and tell everybody, hey, this is where we should be going. This is what we're doing for every year. Because as the year goes on, Google makes changes, things change. Um, and as a small business owner, we have to have some fundamental goals and ideas in our head of what we want to do, where we want to go, what we should be doing so that as they make those changes, we can just adapt rather than have to burn the whole house down and start over again. So I always try to, at the start of the year, come in and say, hey, look, where do we go? What do we do? And how do we get there? So that's what we're going to do today. So Google put in a few important things at the uh, last year. Um, and they impact everybody in the room, everybody on the internet that has a website. First and foremost, um, they have now decided that they are going to grade your website based on how fast it is. So even if you do everything else I've been telling you to do right, speed will kill you if you don't have it. So a fundamental change, and in part, this is why I changed the way we do business and I changed the company around a little bit, is your web hosting company has always been a pivotal role uh, or played a pivotal role in the success of your website. I just don't think most people know that. Well, now what they're doing is if that web hosting company does not provide certain level, your website's not put together right, um, your platform's not put together right, and I'll cover that in just a second, they're going to actually demote you in their listings simply because you're not fast enough. And if you think about it, Google's goal is to provide the best possible service to their end user. And if their end user is the person that's doing the search, and they hit on a link and that link sits there for 30 seconds, that means that they have not given the best possible results. So I understand the logic and what they're doing and why they're doing it and why it's important. So I, I don't have a, a problem with it. Um, and I think that everybody should be cognizant of it. So web hosting has been a strange animal for many years. So we've been a hosting company for 20, since 1998, uh, we have been hosting websites and we have quite a few. Um, and we've always believed in how do you set the business up? So your web, your web hosting company, they sell you a package. That web hosting company can sell you a very small package. Let's say anywhere from three to $6. What they then can do is go in and actually slow that website down because you're not really paying for a fast website. You're just paying for a piece of property. So where they've always <coughs> kind of said, the thought has been web hosting is a commodity. For most business owners, they're trying to buy it on price the same way you would buy gas at the gas station. But the reality is the negative impact of a web hosting company that is not geared for success is um, it's always been a problem and now it can actually be devastating. So as a web hosting company, you can come in and when something hits your website, the web hosting company can decide how fast that's dispersed back out. Um, they can decide how much processing power is provided, meaning that how quick does that request take to process? Um, and where you guys see it at the end is when you hit your website and it sits in maybe 5, 10, 20, 30, 50, a minute and a half go by and the website's still not really loaded. That's where you see the manifestation of having um, that problem. Sometimes you'll go to a site and it says, this site's over capacity, come back later. You, I, think, I think pretty much everybody's at some point hit some sign signage like that. It's because there's too much traffic, so we're just gonna start turning people away. So 
one of the things I would say is you would have to make sure that your hosting company is not doing these type things. Now, to get them to fess up and, and to say that, that tries that starts to get a little bit tricky. Um, because everybody went with unlimited disk space and unlimited bandwidth, they now do, they count things that are called inodes. And inodes are really abstract parts of the hard drive. So they're now counting how many pieces of hard drive you're taking up. Um, it's, a, it's a really hard way for you to say, you're not really providing me with the service that you're advertising. So that's kind of why that's done that way. Um, I think you have to know how fast your website goes. I think you know what you need to know what's happening with your website. And Google has set up a tool now, it's called web.dev, and anybody can go put their website in there and at least come up with a base starting point. Some of it is about the web hosting company, some of it, and I, I can bring that up on the screen. Some of it is about uh, how your website's assembled. So I've always been an advocate of using WordPress. I always say, hey, you know, that's the best platform that should be the way you go. A lot of times people put bloated things in it. The installs are not optimized. In fact, yours I just brought up, I need to put optimization on yours. Um, that's one of the things that one of my kids has been assigned to do is to go in and put the, put the optimization on yours. Because when it comes up, it's, it doesn't do this automatically out of the box. Things don't just happen properly just because. So you have to have somebody that's either willing to do it, knows how to do it, um, or at least even knows it's a thing. So, um, and I, I think some of the box hosting companies that you guys would be familiar with, with names, they, their level one doesn't even have an idea and it really doesn't fit their business model. Their business model is sell hosting for as cheap as I can so I can get merchant accounts. That's really what a lot of those um, people do. I, I, they're, they're just, their whole model is designed to do downline sales in other ways. And the hosting is just a loss leader to get that person in the, in the door. So they're not really providing, there's hosting companies that are hosting companies and there's hosting companies that are just hosting companies in name only and do a whole bunch of other things. So, um, and I don't want to call anybody out. So I don't want to kind of go down that road, but I just, if it's a box store, know that they're really not there to support your business more they're there to do other things square is a great example i am going to call them out in this regard um everybody knows square the little plastic thing that you dongle right so they have a whole system called squarespace the whole purpose of squarespace is to sell dongles it's not for you to have a great website it's not for you to have a website that um runs well it's not designed for google there's a whole bunch of stuff that's you know not attached to it um, the whole purpose of Square is to sell to sell little dongles so that you have merchant accounts because they get fees off that. And you're way more valuable as a merchant account than you are as a web hosting account. Um, sometimes people say to me, what's the biggest mistake you ever made? I didn't get in the merchant service business. I went out in the web hosting business. I didn't realize that one could beat the other when I was back in my 30s. Um, not saying that I would have gone down that road, but I probably would have called it out a little bit more than what I did because I didn't understand that's what they were doing. These people were spending two and three million dollars and they were doing it to get these people in. So everybody needs to know your website, how fast your website is. So let me bring that up really quickly so we can look at this. So we go to web.dev. Scroll halfway down, it says try page speed insights.
and it's going to run some analysis on it. And it's going to tell you all the problems. Yeah. <clears throat> Web dot dev. So web dot and then dev, which it's a little awkward. It's not something that we're used to seeing, um, but um, it, it's how Google did it. So there's two functions here, and I'm going to deal with the desktop first. I think everybody needs to understand how their end users use their website. My what my people more than 80% of my traffic comes across the desktop. Most people don't come to my website on their mobile phone. So I like to like look at the desktop first. I'll go to the mobile second here in a second. But as you can see, sites fast, time interacts fast, everything's green. Google gives me a 96% on my desktop view of my website. So I have achieved what I needed to achieve. What it's complaining about, and I understand what it's complaining about, is if we come back to my website, I have a chat function on the bottom. And that chat function on the bottom impacts my, my page speed. Um, I think this is more important than the loss of what I, you know, that the 4%, now it's a little bit more on mobile and I'll show you more in a second, but that chat box is worth its weight in gold. It allows people to talk to us. It allows people to interact with us. Um, a lot of our customers come right through that box. They come in, ask their question, go on their way. It's not just the sales function. Go ahead, Sonny. Why is it negative according to Google? Because it's pulling, that's a great question. Her question, if you didn't hear it, was why is it pulling off? Um, why is it um, being penalized in the negative? Because this comes off the third party. And that so what has to happen is the request comes from you. It loads this website and then it says, hey, go over here, get this piece of data, pull this data in, and now display it. So there's a second layer of interaction that has to happen because of that chat box. So it does make it go slower. I just believe that from a customer standpoint, customer service standpoint, my company is better to have that chat box um, than, and everybody's got to kind of decide that, all right? So Peter, for you, you'd prefer somebody to call you on the phone. You don't want to chat with them. You don't need to, I can handle more. So I would never put a chat box on his mm -hmm. site. So as we're taking those decisions, that would be for him, it's not the right decision, but for my company, it is. So each and every one of you have to decide how much you want. Like, Crystal, for you guys, if you don't have one, you'll probably want to look to have one because, again, it's a way to communicate um, with your company. We have people, my website's down. It's not really down, it's usually them, but the world comes on fire when somebody's website or their email, email even more so than, than um, the website itself. If you turn somebody's email off or it doesn't work, you might as well have thought you were like killing people in a field somewhere because of the way so many people act. So it's important for that to come up for me. It comes up on my phone. It comes on my admin's phone. It comes on our desktops. Anybody walks in the door, they can hit it. So that's why I have it. I'm willing to take the hit on it. Um, and I know that that's, that's a problem. And I, but I have to make a business decision. So if I come back over here, um, so you, I can see all the things, and you see it's complaining about about scripts, and there's just a few things. At 96, percent I'm not really super worried about it. Now, mobile, I don't know what I'm going to get. Okay, so this morning on Note Mobile, 
that gave me a 48. So this thing here, and I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to look because some of the times to interact were slower. Okay. I can see that it's not my server time to do that. So my guess is it's the chat box processing, doing what its thing is. So there's this, this is the size of the, the first one is about the size of the, of the um, size of the images on your website. If they're big, that's going to be higher. Um, speed index is the server. Time to interact is also the server, but I think it's really this that's causing it. So, like, I can come back in two hours and this could be in the 70s. So, it fluctuates quite a bit, but there's because there's so many external forces that are, that are playing in. I'm just kind of going to do that because I'm not taking chat box off the site. So, um, that's the things that you have to look at. If you're more mobile, you need to look more mobile. You need to look and see is the mobile. Uh, part of that, um, you know, if you're a more mobile uh, visitors are coming, then you need to put more time in on the mobile and take some of the elements off. But I know mine are desktop, so I'm not going to put super um, time into fixing something that's only used one one quarter of the time. Um, I feel like Google's pleased with the website. Um, it comes up, it's in top spots, it's already, I mean, it's a month old and it's already ranking all over the place. So I, I can't I'm not going to go chasing boogeymen. Um, so that's that's the speed story. So your web listing company affects some of this. Your website affects some of this. Um, and that's the things that you need to be um, aware of. The second thing that we need to talk about, I'm going to call it technical SEO. And what it is, is how your, the constructs of your page are. Um, and watch the time and let, give me a heads up so I know if you don't mind. Yeah. Um, so the constructs of your page are, this is probably one of the biggest things that small business owners can do to help themselves that they don't do, okay? And I can't tell you how many times I pull up a um, website and this is not done. So we're going to kind of start at the tippy top of the screen. I'm going to kind of go back and I'll, I'll kind of point out these things. Um, and then everybody needs to go and audit their website. You need to go and you have, need to make sure that these things are done. Okay. Okay. So um, if I start at the very top, um, and you know what? I'm going to use my friend here. I have to go fix her website. I met her in a class. Let's see. Is what in fact, I need to save this website so after I fix it all, um, it, it, it stays that it stays fixed. Okay, so when I go to a website at the very tippy top, there's a tab in your browser, and that tab has some verbiage. If you hover over it, it'll tell you what it says. What I normally see these tabs saying to people that have no idea what they're doing is they put the name of their business or maybe they put the word home. Now, what I want you to think about is this. Um, if my business is not a brand and people don't know me and the only thing I tell Google is the name of my business, that's the only thing they're gonna tell you about, you're never gonna get found on what you need to do. So if you're a bakery and you just say, my name is Willow Swiss Bakery, and you don't say commercial baked goods, you know, um, that kind of stuff after it. You have no idea what's happening. All 
All right. So if you look at mine, which is at the very tippy top of the screen. So those of you on Zoom, you might not be able to say it, but what it says is Expert SEO Services Houston, Web Design Agency, Houston SEO Hosting Company. All right. Now that doesn't sound like a normal set of things that you would put there, except that I put them there for Google. It makes sense. Okay. I have several variations of words in there, which is SEO expert, Houston SEO expert, SEO services. I've kind of put together a workable sentence that encapsulates as many keywords as I possibly can. And they need to be the top level. Okay. So, um, and I'm going to use this one here as the example. It's counterpart. So this nice lady, and she's awesome lady. All right, what her says is nurse go staffing where caring hands meet caring hearts. Now, I think that sounds like a Hallmark movie. I don't know about the rest of you, but caring hands and caring hearts might be a Valentine's Day ad, but in no way does it say I do operating room staffing and nurse technicians, nurse practitioners. It just sounds like I should have a teddy bear talking about this. I don't know. But when she, so this is one of those mistakes that you see. So you see the, you should put her name of her company that kind of says, because the name of her company is Nurse Gov. It's not Nurse Space Gov, it's Nurse Gov. So Google has no way to know what this website's about because there's no support for it. And that, that title tag needs to be changed. So everybody needs to go home and put their little mouse at the top of their screen and see what there says. It needs to say um, what you do, not who you are. The who you are can go to the end. Okay, it can be the last piece of it. It doesn't have to be. Um, it doesn't have to be the first thing because unless you're Exxon, there's no real point in putting your name first. Okay, so that's the first part of this that you want to go take a look at. The next thing that you want to take a look at is you need to look at what is on the navigation bar of the website. Okay, now Monica, I said to you not too long ago, I need to sit down and we need to map that out properly. Okay, the reason why is because Google takes that very tippy top piece and then they look at the navigation and see how well you support it. Okay, so if I say my title tag says SEO expert and then I come all the way down and it starts talking about the, let's say it says the Astros, the Texans, and the Rockets. Those two things don't go together. So one says I'm an SEO expert. The other one says I'm a sports expert. Just, they don't go. So Google immediately is going to throw that right out. That's a common mistake that I see is that we have um, services, our products, and uh, home, and maybe belonging to that. Okay. Um, putting services, there's no delimiter on what that is, um, especially if you're only going to have one service page, it's going to then go blather on about what your services are. If you break it out from there, there is a little bit of potential, but overall, it needs to say what you do. So if you look at this website, oh, the, the best, the, I put this website up not so much because it's my own website, it's because I built it in the last month. So it is the most current on what needs to be done. So understand that piece of it. Um, but if you look at what we have, we've got web hosting, web design, web marketing. 
That's what we do, those three things, okay? So those are my three navigation features right across the top. And we'll talk about the Stangler and Walker bit in a second. If you notice up here at the very tippy top, I stuck some uh, innocuous items that say support, about us, classes, blog, and podcasts. They are so generic that Google understands just pass them by that those are customer service functions. They're stuffed up at the top, they're in a smaller font, and they're obviously not the main navigation of the website. So I set this website to be, and the other thing that's gonna get added is an SEO audit is the third thing that's gonna get added in this toolbar in the next day or two. But right now we have the three things that we do. So you are a data center, you should say data center services or uh, fiber optic services. You should have two, you know, you three, I mean, Think about what you do. Sonia, you're kind of interesting because you do so many different things, but when you, you just can't put legal services because that's like putting uh, shoes, all right? But you, you may decide you want to do patent and trademark law, um, legal support for elected officials. Um, I don't know, you're going to go be a judge, right? Isn't that the last you told me? That's planned. Okay, all right. Well, I'm just going to be positive that you're going to go be a judge. But the, but the reality is that if, that if that's something that you want to put and you want to, it needs its own harm on the website. So you need, they're called silos is the best way to say it, but you need them siloed properly. And if you don't silo them properly, again, Google doesn't know what you do. Peter, yours is siloed. We, we spent a lot of time making a map for you so that yours had the right parts for what you did. Mm -hmm. All right. So how a website is constructed is um, what happens if you don't do it. It's what comes back and blows back and doesn't look right. Okay. So I, this is a short period of time. What I will tell you is that we'll be doing um, on-site structure at the beginning of next month. So everybody just kind of keep in tune of when the classes are and we're going to kind of do something like that now. The next thing I did is my headline. My headline again says web hosting, web design, and web marketing, because that's what we do. All right. Now, if I come back to the nurse go lady, first of all, I'm going to kind of go by what she did. So we've got about us, candidates, view a job, employers, request staff, and contacts. I don't know what that really is all about, because it doesn't say we help people that do that are specialized operating room technicians find jobs. There's no mention of that anywhere. She may be a staffing agency. I don't know what she is, but, and then when I come to the middle, she's dreaming. So we have hearts and flowers in our title tag, and now we have that we're dreaming about. So this is, we bring you a healthcare role. I don't know what a healthcare role is. I might say healthcare profession. I might say healthcare job. But a healthcare role is not a thing per se. So this is not a clear headline for Google to understand what they do. And frankly, it's not a clear headline for a visitor to understand what they do. You need to explain to people what you're doing and why. Okay. So that's another example. The, the technology is the same slider picture information. Um, but they're in both places they miss. Now, I'm going to get technical just for a second. So back in the day when, when websites first started, they used to function sort of like a newspaper. So what they did is they put a section in every editor 
that you'll see it says headline one, headline two, headline three, and then all the way down to headline six. In recent years, that's become used by web designers to manipulate the text. Well, Google came back and said, technically, if it's an H1, that's going to be Dewey Beach Truman, full-size print, Astros win World Series, full-size, full-stop, whole page of the newspaper. That's the first set of, that would be an H1. That for you as business owners is what is the biggest and most monumental thing that you do. So if your H1 tag says helping hands and hearts and flowers, and we're a medical staffing agency, um, there's a humongous dis disconnect. So Google can't get a hook on what you did. When you come to mine, it says web posting, web design, web marketing, ad nauseum. Okay. But I took my H1 and I assigned it to the three biggest tiers. Those pillars, those silos that I had at the top are now that H1 tag. So when you start to come down and start to come through this, intrinsically the pages start to rank better. So not everybody's in a highly competitive field. For those that are not in a highly competitive field, when you do these things right, your site's just gonna normally just bubble right up to the top, just all on its own, just because you know things that other people don't know. So what ends up happening is it raises you up, okay? So this structure of how a page is put together, the three elements that I've hit so far reinforce that we do three things, okay? Is everybody kind of with me? As business owners, your goal should make sure you have a clear definition of what you do, and then it's, you check on is he okay? All right, you can go and you need to make sure that it's clear so that Google understands what you're saying. Everybody needs to audit their own website to just go make sure that these things are, these things are present. One thing on the title tag, which is that thing at the very tippy top, you're limited to 160-ish characters. So you can't go put war and peace at the top of your page to tell Google what you're about. <laughs> I've seen people do that. Uh, we can't do that. You have a 160-character limit, okay? So mm -hmm. use them wisely, okay? All right. So we've come down to the top. What I want everybody to understand is everything on this page is strategic. There's not anything that's been placed here on accident. Um, what we have, what you have to do, and this gets tricky, is you basically have to set the goals of what you want the website to do in Google, what you want your organic traffic to be, and then you have to write the website around those goals. You can't write the website. I guess you could write the website and come back and retrofit it, but if you don't have the right goals, you're not going to have the right words on the page. If we look at the nurse go lady, you can kind of understand it. Okay, so if you notice the next three things I did, we see the same three enforcing theme right across the top, right? One, two, three boxes. These are H2 tags. So remember, I said Dewey Beach Truman, uh, uh, Truman Beach Truman, um, Astros win. This is a little bit less. Snowstorm hits Houston, Texas. Okay, so this is going to be an H2. Each one of these are an H2, reinforces the H1, reinforces the navigation, and reinforces the now, this is not offensive to anybody in the sense that I think it doesn't, you don't go, boy, they just keep saying the same thing over and over again. You can look at it quickly, get the information, you know where to go, because there's three buttons to go where you want to go. I'm okay if nobody scrolls below this rest of this page. If all they do is use this top, 
I'm fine with it. And I think you have to think in those ways. I think I have said enough here for somebody to decide whether they want to go do something else. Meaning use one of those three areas. Okay. So you know, your H2, of course, this is an H3. And then if you look here, I have an ad about web hosting, but it says fast, reliable web hosting. That doesn't say cheap web hosting. I don't want to rank on cheap web hosting. We're reliable web hosting. So the words that are put in these boxes are designed to get people on what we want them to do. I want them for WordPress web hosting. So that word's there. So does everybody kind of understand how I'm structuring these things, right? Mm -hmm. So you have to go through each of your pages and they need to have this kind of a structure to them. The other thing they need, and I gotta have the test board in The other thing that they're gonna need is if you look in this box, we have a digital marketing word, we have an SEO services word, and I don't know that the book um, but I did that because these are two of the most important words I want to rank on in Google. That's where I want to be. So I take these words and I highlight them and I link them to internal pages on my website. What I'm going to show you is how, when I do all this right, that the right page comes up. Because I don't want somebody looking for SEO services to land on my homepage. I want them to land on my SEO services page. Okay. I don't want somebody that's looking for web design services to land on my homepage. I want them to land on a web design page. So for all of you guys, when you when somebody puts the search in, I don't want to rank on attorney because I may, I, I don't even know what kind of attorney I want. I mean, if I put attorney in, I mean, I could be looking for business, a, lawyer, a divorce. I could be looking for custody. I, I have no idea. I'm going to put in, uh, bankrupt or not bankruptcy, uh, patent and trademark. Well, I want that search to land on your patent and trademark page. Okay. If it doesn't, then it's not working. Okay. And that should be everybody, a goal that everybody has is to land end users on the page that you want them to land on. So if you, even if you don't understand what I'm saying completely, if you just follow the methodology, it will happen. Because I'm telling you how Google calculates it without telling you all the math and the stuff that spins around in the background of it. Now, if I, and I have it with the web hosted one of this business, that one's super hard. And I don't know that I'll ever crack that nut because there's other external factors and I, I'd have to go up and beat GoDaddy. And that's just not, I don't know that that's a possibility without a large, a large spend of money to do that okay so there is a there is things that prohibit that but i weight loss and probably sex things are the only other two things those are the three things on the internet that are almost next to impossible to land in the top spot okay SEO? not seo what are you saying top ones are weight loss uh sex porn all right and then the third one is web hosting oh, web hosting yeah not web design. I'll show you web design. Now, the reason why is because uh, web design is local, but usually when somebody's looking for a web hosting company, it's a national search. So you're in a pool. So web design is easier because I only have to deal with Houston. Um, web uh, SEO services are somewhat localized as well. So 
because I know that, that's why if you notice, I kind of went a little bit heavy. Now, what's interesting is I have a, a little bit of a problem with this, if you will. We have web hosting company customers all over the country and really all over the globe. I mean, I have them in Abu Dhabi just as much as I have them in Des Moines, Iowa. Okay. So I have to watch the national. I don't want to cut the national out and bring us all the way down to Houston. So what we had to do is we had to be very crafty with this because I needed Houston throughout this page. Because as I'm telling you, I'm seeding the website with the words that I want to rank on, right? With these keywords. So I had to be kind of cagey on how I did this because I didn't want to knock us out there. Um, okay, so what I did is on this one, by the way, I took that picture for <laughs> <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. Um, I put a Houston, a Houston SEO company plus so much more. And then I kind of listed why we're more. And then below it, I come back again and say, not just a Houston SEO company. So Google doesn't understand that I'm saying we're beyond it. But as humans, humans understand those words. So if you can cobble together the right set of words and terminology to make it be the way the end user needs to use it, which we're not just in Houston. Okay, I've got SEO customers now in Nevada, California, um, New Mexico. So I have multiple states. So we're not just a Houston company anymore. Um, but I need this market and I need to, because this is, I'm here, this is where I'm not just going to start flying around the country just talking to people. Um, that's just not in the heart of it. Not in the I'm like John Madden. If I can't get there on a bus, it's not, I'm not going. So <laughs> anyway. Um, but you understand what I did. And this page has the same attributes. Houston SEO company, digital marketing, SEO services. I have everything that I need and want to say that, and those are well-researched words as to those are the words that people put in when they're looking to buy. So they're seeded throughout all of this. Now, let's come back to my nurse friend here. And that's, this is what makes her interesting because she's just like a half step off. Okay, so first of all, this line, I, I cracked up at this line. It says, switch to a better position that makes your life easier. Now, does that mean sleeping on my back or on my side? Because, you know, I have to rock back and forth and sometimes I have to sleep on my side. So that makes no sense. Switch to a better position. You know, I just have visions of what that actually means, right? So this is the first place you mentioned the search on my category All right. But my headline doesn't say that. Doesn't say calling all nurse techs, get where you want to be. Doesn't say that. It says, I'm a yoga specialist. So I kind of come down, and this is the mistakes business owners make. Isn't it time to take control of your career? Well, that one's eh. But I don't really know, you know, what that really means. I'm sure Google, I know Google doesn't. And there's not a lot of support for it. Uh, now, she's talked all the way up at the top about being a person that to be hired. But yet when I come to the bottom, it starts talking about let us solve your staffing problems at your hospital. So do you hire cafeteria workers? Do you hire janitors? No, you do high-end technical 
nursing, like not nursing, like I go to the doctor's office and they have it. This is like high end stuff, right? So, so now we've come in at a left curve without any segue between them. And again, this is what I see. So this is not, she's not the odd duck, she's the norm. And that's why when I talk to small businesses, I try to get them to think about what they do and stop thinking about who they are. Uh, and, and, and the thing is that, you know, we as small businesses and entrepreneurs, we kind of walk away from the constructs of, of normal big business and corporate life. And we've, we've always been very proud of who we are. So it's kind of intuitive when I say that because everybody wants to say, you know, we know it from a chamber event too, right? You go, everybody wants to shake hand and tell you who they are, okay? Because that's somehow, um, I always try to find out what people do first. Before I find out who you are, tell me what you do. Because that's really what's more important. If I can get everybody to change their thought, the output for their world is going to be a little bit different. And they're actually going to tell people what they do, all right? Because that's really what it's all about. It's not necessarily, hey, this is my name. Uh, again, unless you have a brand name that's big enough. It's, it's, a, it's a hard thing to swallow. Mm -hmm. But the best thing of all is when I come here. Let's see if this is the Oh, okay. So now she's a talent agency. Okay. So if you're looking to hire somebody to star in the next movie you're making, she's it. Because it says, let us find the role that's uniquely suited to you. So I don't know if that's Broadway. I don't know if it's Hollywood. I don't know if it's an operatory. I don't know what it is. But so we went, and then this said, and then that top line bothers me because every time I look at it, it looks like a typo. Find the or that treats you best. It's actually OR. But that's like when you do that on a website, I'm like, wait up a second. Is it or? Is it OR? Is it, I mean, I know what it is, but on a quick glance, I just did it again. That or keeps jumping out at me that as either or, not OR. Now, maybe it's because I build websites and I'm not an OR nurse. That could be a piece of it. But what's the harm in spelling out operating? And you're not going to search on the word OR. Well, you're not going to, and you're not going to search on the word OR. So, yes. Okay. So if you come back and bring it down to that way, yes. But if I go find, find, find the or that treats you best, I don't know what that means. And then what, who treats me best is what, what is the delimiter of that? You know, so again, these are all very abstract things. She's trying to be reassuring and say, we're making everybody's life different. But what she misses is the fact that we actually need to talk to people and tell them what we do very clearly. And I, I think that's one, I, I think, and Monica, I'm going to put you on the spot. Isn't that one of the problems we have with elevator speeches? People can't get up and do them right and tell them what they do. Everybody needs to be able to tell somebody what you do in 30 seconds or less. I mean, if you can't do that, you need to find a group and go practice. That's how I joined Friday morning networking because I could never tell anybody what I did. And now I'm like real good at it. I've been practicing for 12 years, <laughs> you know, but find a group that's reassuring that can help you learn how to give a proper elevator speech. Um, I wish Jennifer Behan was here because we always tell her all the time she needs to be clearer on what. So we're practicing with her to make her elevator speech clear on what she does. 30 seconds, tell me what you did. You know, so your website's the same thing, except you don't have 30 seconds, you have eight. So if you can't tell somebody what you do in eight seconds and they understand what it is and walk away knowing, you have missed the mark 
you have run somebody off and the chances of you getting business out of that person are zero to none. Now, because I'm at the Chamber of Commerce, I have to say this, I'm gonna assume we're gonna stick this up on the internet somewhere. And maybe my friend Jeffrey will take this piece and we'll cut it out and we'll go use it forever. So I'm gonna come and I'm gonna stand so I'm kind of not looking so, I need to, we need to put it up here so I'm looking down and not up, but it's okay, we're gonna, we're gonna do this. Um, your Chamber of Commerce membership is very much tied to Google. And I think most people don't recognize it. They don't know it. Um, and they don't even realize it. Google is looking for ways to validate your business. They're looking for ways to validate you're in the community. They're looking for ways to validate that you are an expert, that you're a real person, that you're not a fake company, fake news, or fake anything else. That Chamber of Commerce membership validates your business. And what they do is they put a link in the business directory and that links back to your website. And that signal from Google and that link from this chamber is invaluable to any business. And even if you never intended to come to an event or never wanted to be part of the Chamber of Commerce, that backlink from this directory is more valuable than just about anything you can do on a local basis for your business. If you don't have a localized, uh, if you're not on the map, you're invisible, that link helps you get on the map. They need to know where you are and that your business is real, that your address is real, and that you're a real, you're a real boy, that you're a real person, okay? Um, other thing I'm gonna say is when you give the Chamber of Commerce your address, give them the consistent address that matches across the rest of the internet. So what I mean when I say that is sometimes you give it a corporate address for billing purposes. That's the bigger company. Sometimes you say, well, I have an address, but I'm gonna just give you my house because it's easier for me to bring that to me. If you're gonna use an address, front-facing address for the rest of the world, please use that with the Chamber of Commerce. It needs to match what you want the, the world to know your address is. On that note, I'm gonna scroll down on the bottom of this other website. So this lady is in Humble, Texas. Everybody see the word Humble on the bottom of their website? She spells Humble Austin. I'm being facetious, right? You know that. Okay. So the deal is this. A business person who pays the bills is in Austin. So that's who she put on the bottom of her website. Our business is in Humble. So she wants business in Houston. She wants stuff in Houston. And she put Austin. So where's Google going to give her listings? Austin. So like, let's put the real thing down, okay? And then if you look at mine, and this is the way you should do. Um, if you notice, mine has my, you notice I have an H3 tag that says Houston, Texas office. And then it comes down and it gives the 9434 way address. I even went as far as to put Google's own map there. So they can tie it together and they know that this is me, this is your map, this is me on the map, this is the map, okay? I did not put an office, I do have an office in my office in Kingwood still. I put it here, um, but I did not put a map because at the end of the day, I didn't want to confuse Google 
Although Houston is 13, it is part of Houston, it would go to the mayor and we pay taxes and all that stuff from the city of Houston. Um, yeah, they don't understand King Woods in Houston. They, they don't get that geography problem. So with that said, I didn't want to confuse the issue and put Kingwood and put a map and reinforce the Kingwood part of the story because we're in Houston. We want to rank in Houston. We want to be in Houston. We mm -hmm. that's where we want to be. So I purposely did it that way. I'm going to blow everybody's mind a second here too. Because when I came to my contact us page, you notice again I did the same thing. I have Houston Gallery at Katy. The reason I stuck Katie there is because my address is Katie Freeway, even though I'm in Houston, it says Katie Freeway. So I said, I'm going to just pen Katie to the end of it. I have my Kingwood office. I also have an office in Pennsylvania. So I actually put the Pennsylvania office on this because that's the billing office for, for some of our stuff. So the people that handle billing, my business partner and the people that handle billing are in Pennsylvania. Monica knows all too well because she just, she keeps getting boxes from Pennsylvania every day, don't you? <laughs> so... Uh, we've got an event and Kelly just keeps mailing me stuff all the time. But so I have all of my addresses there. I have all of our phone numbers. I'm very clear of what we do, but I lead with Houston. Okay. Now I had the same situation as that lady in Austin. I want the stuff. Anybody with a check, please mail it to the PA office so I don't have to go to the bank. Okay. But at the end of the day, if I put that on my homepage, they're going to say, you're not in Houston, you're in Pennsylvania. So these are all those things that you have to consider when you do it. These are signals. And if you do the signals right, and you set the signals right, a broke clock is right two times a day. Okay, so if I can give you just enough of those signals, the chances are you're going to bubble up on some of these things. So just to show you uh, that I'm not just saying stuff like that. Let's see, watch, it's not going to work. Oh, no, I'm now on the first page. I've now moved. Now, just so you know, this is a brand new website. It's only been up since December. I already am now on the first page for web design research. Okay. That search gets 4,000 users a month. And I'm sitting on the first page. So on SEO, I think we're still on the third page. That one's got it. going to take a minute to come up. But that one will, that one will move over mm -hmm. as well. So we are already having a presence. We're already getting traffic. We're already bringing people just simply because I assembled the website right. Now, granted, I've used the assets off the SEO 411 site. Don't misunderstand. But I've already, SEO 411 never was on the front page for web design. And we're already there. And we've only been open for a month. Yes, ma'am. You mentioned earlier that, you know, you're primarily Houston, but you do have international, a national and international presence. So by just saying Houston on there, how do you attract the national? So that's been a challenge. In the language, it insinuates we do more, but the web hosting arm is not going to be have Houston. It is going to be geared as if GoDaddy. So, and that's a really good point. When I'm building this website, what I did is I basically built three websites in one. So the the web hosting piece of this website is not built out yet. Uh, by the way. Remember I told you that you set the site up right, you go to the page you want to land on. So if you notice when I come here, I don't, I land on the web design page. I don't land on the home page. And if you can even the language here, national or local Houston web design. So I'm telling people right out of the box, but the web hosting arm, when I actually, I don't know if I have a page 
page here or not. I don't have a page here yet. When I put that page together, that's going to be designed as GoDaddy or Bluehost or SiteGround or somebody like that. It is not going to be, I'm not going to have it be a Houston Center. Um, I will tell you that my ACTWD, which has been the hosting company all these years, is sitting in the number three spot on web hosting in Houston. I promise you, I've never made a sale on web hosting in Houston. So I'm not even gonna put the time into it. We're gonna just take it. I'm gonna make it be a national web hosting site and let the leads come in that way. Um, and, and I'll tell you, I think that the web design actually is the right thing to come into. So um, what I will say is that all web designers do not know what I just told you. Um, they tend to build for design and graphics and look, um, and they do not get the technical aspects right. There's, there's very few that actually understand how to assemble an attractive website, but yet make it work for Google. They'll say they do. They're saying they do is, I'm gonna put a title tag at the top. I'm gonna to put a meta description in. I may throw a few keywords on the page, but the stuff that I gave you just now are the nuanced things that if you do it, that's what Google's looking for. When it doesn't have it, it doesn't get those hooks in. So um, some of you know Jim Gerbera. He comes to one of, he comes to our SEO class when we are in person. Um, he is one of 10 companies in the entire globe that what he does is plastic recycling. Um, and he's one of 10 people that do what he does. So he didn't have to do all of this and he landed in the top spot because there's only 10 people in the globe. I think there's 10 people within five miles of where I'm standing that do the jobs that some of us have. Mm -hmm. So with that said, we don't have that and we need to do the things that we need to do to give ourselves the best chance at having our website function as a, its own salesperson, it can take the spot of its own, a salesperson on sales staff if you do it right. Um, and that's that's just the reality of it. And I think I wish more people would approach it with that and not just say, oh, I have a website or I don't know what to do with it. Because frankly, it's a free salesperson if you do it right and you put it together right. You get in those top three spots and you're going to have leads coming in. And that's really what the name of the game is everywhere we go. So... Um, are there any other questions? I think you're giving me a five minute warning, right? So do we have other questions? I mean, I'm sure we could all go on with questions all day long, but so everybody's good. How do you know how, I mean, you said that you want the, you want the words research. You know? How do you research? Yeah, how do you research? All right, so the quick thing to say to you is keywords everywhere. It's a plugin to Chrome. Um, and that plugin lists all the keywords. So when I go on my browser, I actually have it on my browser. Um, I'll show you what it does. And it's, it's not good. It's a pencil. So if you look here, I put in web hosting. All right, it tells me there's 165,000 searches a month for web hosting. It then goes on to tell me that free web hosting has 40,000 cheap web hosting, best web hosting. Me, uh, that is 12,000 searches a month. Um, comparisons, 12,000 a month. Um, I can look down this and start to come up with what a plan would be on web hosting. I, I have long said web hosting is a strange animal in this sense. When people need web hosting, they don't put a delimiter in it, they just put web hosting. So people will put cheap web hosting or quality web hosting or fast web, all those things. The, the, the purchase never came off of anything other than the word web hosting. So I know that that's really all I'll optimize for. 
Um, I will throw WordPress out there just because we're really good at WordPress hosting. So um, I will put that out there, but at the end of the day, that's more for the end user than for the local person. So did I do it right? Okay, good. Yeah, and we're and I'm going to stick this out on the internet so people, if you missed it, we'll I'll put links out to it. You you'll do the same, I'm assuming. Okay. Yes, everything we do is it's this. Um, what I will say is the class that we since the pandemic, I did something I said I was never going to do, um, which was put the class on the internet. And I thought what it was going to do was impact the attendance of the website. Uh, of the class, and it has not impacted it. If anything, it's expanded it. Um, Devin asked me yesterday how many people I had, and we've had like 25 plus for the first two in January, but I've also had another 50 that watched it on demand after the date. So by doing what we're doing and putting them up, we are. So you have the training, you can ask questions in person, but if you miss it or you want to cover over a topic, like you asked me about keywords, I have a whole two hour lecture on keywords. It's a little bit older, so I'll be updating that and we'll do a new keyword class here in 2022. Um, but all that information is sitting out there. All the classes that we've ever done with you guys are sitting out there um, that you can go and grab them on demand off the website. So um, we did that too. So that's what you're, that's, this is just an abbreviated version. When I do this thing in person, I would have stepped through how do I got there, what the rationale is, how I put it together, where, even down to how I fix that picture so that picture works out right and it doesn't blow Google out of the water because the picture's pretty big and I've got to, I've got, I had to do some tricks with it to get that picture to be the right size so it didn't blow up my screen. All of them, actually all of them, the downtown Houston picture, even the one on the homepage, it was a stock, it was a 22 meg stock image that I bought. Um, I had to do a lot of work to that to get that, but that's down to 54K now. Um, the, my pictures are all taken in raw, so I've had to come out of a 50 meg photo all the way down to what you see on the, on the thing. But yeah, for the most part, I've, I've been trying to use my own photos just because I, I think it, I think I have a better perspective. So like well, you said, wow, but you took that picture. You should see the whole picture. It's the whole building and like the whole skyline reflecting back at you. So I was like, I just see that and snap them. So, but I, I have phone and now I went as far as put camera in the car.